Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Super Mercado Brothers Video Game Music Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. This is a podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. Today, we're so excited to have an episode spotlighting the incredible soundtrack to Mother 3 for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, this is amazing. This entire score was composed by Shogo Sakai, who did an absolute bang-up job following up the Legendary series, you know, the first game for the NES, and then the follow-up Earthbound, which has become kind of this infamous game. Him composing Mother 3 all by himself, he wasn't joined by anyone. He did such a good job of kind of carrying the torch of of what was done before. Uh, Very quirky and silly, and sometimes just straight-up weird soundtrack, but so, so good. A lot of great melodies, uh, and just a a lot of fun. This is going to be a blast of an episode. Well, I think the Mother series in particular, it was the kind of thing where... At, at the time, I know especially in America, like Earthbound was not a super popular game, but it's considered to be one of the all-time greats for the Super Nintendo or Super Famicom. Mm-hmm. And it's actually an incredibly hard game to find an actual copy for. Like it goes for a lot of money because right. like, it didn't, didn't sell very originally well. print a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these so- games have been so influential to other creators since. Like if anyone's played Undertale, like I, I feel like oh Undertale gosh, yeah. is basically just a love letter to the Mother series. Yeah, specifically Earthbound and Mother 3. Yeah, so the original composers that worked on the first two games in the series, we have done an episode on the whole series, by the way, but um, were Kaichi, Suzuki, and obviously Hirokazu Hip Tanaka. I did find out that they tried to get those guys to return for Mother 3, and they, and they weren't able to, or they weren't available, or, or weren't interested. And that's when they um, decided, okay, Shogo Sakai, you're going you're gonna to take on this whole thing. It's such an impressive score, especially <laughs> talking about the Game Boy Advance. Will, when was the last time we had a Spotlight episode on a Game Boy Advance score? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a little bit, probably. This is probably the most impressive Game Boy Advance score overall, and really what I what I mean by that is just how good this sounds. Like I don't know that's what I figured you meant <laughs> exactly. Shogo Sakai was able to achieve this. It's also an insanely big score. We could easily have like a three parter episode on this. There's like almost 300 pieces of music in the score so to condense all of that into that little cartridge um right yeah and even the sound of each track like it really does re- remind me more of super nintendo music you don't really hear those harsh limitations as much listening to this score as you as you do a lot of gba music so just you know hats off to shogo sakai what you guys heard playing in was fun naming which is a really <laughs> fun piece of music that kind of reminds me a little bit of the Weezer song Holiday. Uh, (laughs) The melody is kind of similar to that. Um, Definitely lets you know the vibe you're going to get for a lot of this music. We got to mention before we go any further that everyone needs to wish Will a happy birthday. We're recording this on Will's birthday. So happy birthday. We're recording this uh, if you're listening to it last Thursday, which is actually the day that my album Superstar Squadron is released. So at the time mm-hmm. that you're hearing this, uh, you can go to our Bandcamp, supermarcadobros.bandcamp.com uh, and find that album. We had, uh, it hasn't happened yet at the time of recording, but we will have had a listening party, which I'm hoping was really fun. And I'm hoping mm-hmm. is really fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's keep diving into Mother 3 for the GBA. You heard 
fun naming at the top. Now let's move on to Mom's Hometown. This is one of the arrangements of the, I would call the main theme of Mother 3, uh, the love theme. And this is a really fun, funky arrangement of that melody. Let's take a listen to Mom's Hometown. You guys are listening to Mom's Hometown from Mother 3, composed by the wonderful Shogo Sakai. Such a classic piece of music. This always makes me think of the Smash Brothers series. That might have been the first place I heard this. Um, A great introduction to this main theme, the love theme, from Mother 3. We're going to hear a stripped-down version later on of it. And there's a few different iterations that you hear of this theme in the game. This might be my favorite, though. It's just a lot of fun. This track is very quirky and, and has a lot of... Uh, different emotions that it explores in in a short amount of time. Uh, It's just, it's great video game music. Yeah, it really is. What I think is so outstanding, Mother 3 I see is an example where it's a, a composer trying their best to capture the headspace of something that they love. And I actually mm. think transcending it and creating something even better. Uh, yeah, I, felt I totally that way about agree. the recent Mary Poppins film that happened uh, in theaters. I had this great selection of songs by Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman, uh, the nice. team who did like hairspray and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the songs that they wrote are like, in my opinion, better than the Sherman Brothers songs from the original classic That's film. That's always and impressive. I love that. And yeah, when someone's just wonderful inspired by something and can go above it even. Yeah, I agree with you, dude. <sighs> Sakai's work on Mother 3, I think it outdoes the first two games in the series. It's just an, it's a phenomenal score. I was listening to it, you know, this week, really diving in to prepare. And it was just so enjoyable. There's so much good music, and it was really hard to condense this down to one playlist. Um, yeah, he just did an amazing job. There are some themes and pieces of music that come back from the earlier games that he didn't right, compose, but that, that he, I guess, arranged for the GBA. And we're going to play a couple of those today. So you're going to hear some, some, you know... Tanaka and Suzuki melodies later. Something that's really cool about this series is you've described it as quirky, but uh, I think one of the reasons that it is so quirky is because of how eclectic it is. It's not that any one track is like the strangest thing, but it's just the variety of that you go from music that sounds kind of like a pop rock, you know, power pop ballad. Yeah, the eclecticism... That's a great point, Will. But there are there are times even within one track when they will purposely have an eclectic choice that is 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 there for humor. Like sure. I'm trying to remember, but there's this kind of 
specific like melodic motif that Sakai did. I don't know if it's going to show up on this playlist, but there would be this like emotional kind of ballad piece of music. And then all of a sudden this like synth cheesy, like sax sounding instrument would come in and do this really inappropriate solo, like really kind of going all over the place and a lot of pitch bends and stuff. And it was really funny and it kept coming back over and over again. And so I think, um, you know, when you think about the humor that a game like Undertale has, I mean, one of the biggest inspirations for that was this series, just the humor of it. Right. But then it's like going from something that feels a little bit more uh, like an earnest, melodic pop song to something really atmospheric and out there. I think that's something right. that Earthbound did so well um, and set it apart from other like RPG games that were taking themselves so seriously. All the music was supposed to be like a film. And this was almost, with Earthbound, it became more it was like all the music was like a weird 90s alternative comedy film you know like it wasn't all that kind of serious orchestral score and i think that's one of the fun things about this series is that it can kind of do whatever it needs to do well this next piece of music is a good example of eclecticism um this is two sunshine forest and this is one of my favorites in the score it's a really good melody um but there's this kind of sense of deviousness or unsettling nate there's like an unsettling quality to it as well as this relaxing quality and so those two like emotions are kind of at odds with each other in this let's take a listen to two sunshine forest You guys are listening to <laughs> Two Sunshine Forest, composed by the wonderful Shogo Sakai. And one thing that I, I just can't get over here, this has got to be like an original version of the soundtrack, maybe like uncompressed, because it definitely doesn't have the quality that we usually hear on GBA. There's not a lot of noise. And even you know, most GBA music, there's like not a lot of low end that's possible right. with the samples. And we're getting like a full spectrum range here. So I'm wondering if the version of the soundtrack that was released, maybe Shogo Sakai had the original kind of files before they were fed through the GBA or something, because yeah. it, it definitely... It sounds like better than DS quality, <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
So that should that should be mentioned, you know, as far as like how we review it as as a GBA score. I mean, I think if you actually played this on the GBA, it wouldn't sound quite this good. At least that's what I have to imagine because I otherwise I have no explanation. I'll for try this. to find maybe maybe there's like a game rip version. I remember feeling that way the first time we found the Plock soundtrack by Tim. <laughs> yeah, Tim we could Fallen. not believe it was Super Nintendo. Yeah, it was like we just no, didn't no, want to no, believe no. it. <laughs> I, I want to do more digging. I want to find a game rip version. I want to hear if does it actually sound this good? Uh, because this is just insane. Uh, yeah, I, I really love that track, and that melody comes back a few other times in the score, and it's always kind of this eclectic mix of emotions. It's like kind of dissonant and weird, um, but also pleasing. I really like that. Let's move on to Mr. Batty Twist. <laughs> You guys listening to Mr. Batty Twist, which is a nice send-up of 50s, 60s instrumental um, kind of surf rock music. Definitely. Very cheesy and fun. Um, yeah, there's a lot of those kind of homage pieces in the score to, to different genres um, all over the place. You know, surf rock is just one of the many genres that he sends up. There's a lot of Latin music in the right. score as well. Well, and also the the title here, Mr. Batty Twist, it starts mm-hmm. very much referencing the Batman theme yeah, from the old 60s absolutely. show. Um, but it also it's does... such a fun yeah, piece, It sounds it? like the, the song, The Twist, in that kind of whole <laughs> dance craze. But, kind of sound yeah and what i love about it is it starts off seeming like uh such a pastiche such a cliche but the melody is really strong and it's yeah it's very distinct from the things that it's sending up like you could present this same tune in a million different varieties and you would never necessarily associate it with this kind of yeah there's a seriousness of the melody and kind of like a darkness that when it's played against that surf rock well it had a latin quality to it not the rhythms but the pitches like some of those jazzy cross relations where you're playing kind of like the minor third against the major third or that sharp nine sound another thing i should mention just because i can't get over how good this sounds and anyone that has more insight feel free to let us know uh this game had an insane kind of an insane path to to finally be released so many different platforms it was it was originally in development for the super nintendo and then the 64 and then even that 64 add-on and finally it found its home on the Game Boy Advance. And so there might have been different versions of the soundtrack over the years, too. Right. Um, Implementation-wise. So really interesting stuff. Okay, we're going to move on to a really pretty piece of music that's mostly kind of like a solo piano piece. This is called Gentle Rain. And this is the first example today. I'm going to do this two times today where I'm going to have a mix of a different version that will come in later. Shogo Sakai actually released an arranged album. Uh, it's not the whole score. I think it's only maybe like 10 or 12 tracks um, called Mother 3i, um, which is fun to hear a little bit, you know, even better version of, of this music. And so eventually we'll fade up that uh, Mother 3i version of this. But let's take a listen to Gentle Rain. Thank you. 
You guys are listening to Gentle Rain, composed by Shogo Sakai. A nice change of pace in today's uh, playlist. And, you know, basically what I what I tried to do, I did do my my traditional method of kind of rating each, each track and tried to include the best stuff. I also wanted to have a balance, and so I didn't want to only have songs like this, these soft ballads, because there's a lot of them. Um, I didn't only want to have silly music, so I wanted to have a mix. But even that, it's like there's so many different sides that we're going to be missing today. So it, it's really hard to condense this crazy score into, into one episode, but we're going to try our best here. I love this theme. This is probably my favorite piece of music from Mother 3. In uh, one of the things that I it's love so much about it, theme. I think it's a great melody. It's very elemental, and it proceeds as sort of a melody of sequence. Um, which yeah. is something that is just so effective. Uh, but the thing that always strikes me about it is I'm just so unprepared for some of these really authentic pianistic jazz touches yeah. on the Game Boy Advance. Like some of the detail in these chords that it clearly was worked out at the piano and it was mm-hmm. it was uh, replicated in a very authentic way. You know, these aren't just basic arpeggios. Let's take a little bit of a listen to the Mother 3i version of this for a few seconds here. Hmm, so pretty. Yeah, it's cool to hear this arranged version. He slows it down a little bit. I imagine this is him performing this. Um, yeah, this was actually part of a, a medley. So there's 15 tracks on Mother 3i, and this is a track called Gentle Rain, so it has the same name, but it is a medley. It's actually, I think, three different pieces of music, and the third part of the medley is this particular melody. Um, but uh, yeah, what a great track. It's definitely a standout. I knew as soon as that came up, because this was one, for whatever reason, I didn't remember listening to... Um, in the past, a lot of this music I've known for a long time, but for some reason, this was kind of a new discovery for me, and I knew I had to include it on the playlist. So one of my favorite awesome. things about the way this melody proceeds is when you have that kind of classical progression of secondary but that kind of whole thing where this melody is descending chromatically and it's sort of justified by the harmony. But it's yeah. this great way of the most elemental move, just a half step down, how <laughs> that can feel melodic because that last step it's like you expect that note to go there but the way it's contextualized in the harmony feels completely different than the other sort of chromatic steps i love that because it's a way of keeping the melody very pure very singable um but still having that that satisfying feeling of storytelling and that we're we're going somewhere and we're yeah. going on a little bit of a journey you know it's not simple in a boring way it's simple mm-hmm. in like a perfectly crafted way yep absolutely agree i'm excited to move on to this next piece of music it's a lot of fun it's called run my dog run and this one is kind of a classic exciting chromatically descending video game march it's just really really good let's take a listen to run my dog run from mother three
You guys just listened to Run My Dog Run. I love that jazzy ending. Yeah, oh like a little gosh, Bill a Evans touch or something. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, this like you surprising know, Lydian shift. He at the has final a couple court. of those moments in the scar when he actually uh, has a specific ending. Uh, there's a, one of my favorite versions of the love theme. There's this unused remix that has this jazzy ending like that too. Um, God, so good. I love this melody. It's it's a lot of fun. I love the different variations of it. It's it, he's able to have this kind of orchestration um, on this piece of music. And and again, there's I really think that if you were hearing this on the GBA, it, it would wouldn't sound this good because this quality of this is is surprisingly good. Um, with with these samples, these original samples or whatever the, whatever they are, um, but at least the version that we're listening to, yeah, just good use of panning. Um, it is kind of this mix of like Super Nintendo meets GBA meets like DS or something. Yeah, totally. Uh, the sound is great. I love the chord progression. Uh, I really like the melody. It's so brief. It's like, it's that yeah. great thing where I, I kind of wish it were longer, but it's also fun to have like a classic classic with a capital C VGM track with a proper ending like this. I think that's I one of the reasons it's so striking. It's not that that, that uh, musically kind of doing that jazzy thing at the end is like, because I know we were laughing a little. It's not that that's like not idiomatic to this type of music. We're just not used to an ending <laughs> that we play <laughs> on the podcast. Most of our tracks fade out yeah. or if there is an ending, it's after like five minutes and we've and already faded out. there's quite a few of them on the score. Let's move on to another really fun piece of music. This is called And El Mariachi. So there you go. <laughs> so quirky, so eclectic, so delightful, though. This is And El Mariachi. There's a few of these pieces of music in this world. There's, like, different El Mariachi themes that come back, and they're all silly. This one has a couple of different styles uh, and kind of genres that it moves between in a very fluid way. And you're getting a little bit of a taste here. Uh, one of my favorite elements of the score is Sakai's great use of soloing. Um, some of it is, like I said, used for comedy in the score when he'll just do this kind of over-the-top solo. Um, but this is an example where it's a really tasteful mix where you have this great melody, but then there's kind of these flourishes that happen too. This is this is such a good track. Yeah, that flute solo when it sort of modulates. Oh my god, that's awesome. And then you have the... 
with the triangle. Oh mm-hmm. my lord, I freaking love it. And just the articulation on the accordion, it sounds so good. It's so real. Yeah. That solo was just incredibly tasteful and authentic. The rhythms, the the articulation, yeah, a really strong track. And also what I love is it's going for a Latin sound, but it's not the kind of like cliched it's not just doing like a bossa nova or something like it right. has this sort of like flamenco-y sound with the castanets and it, it, it's like it's it's an aspect of latin american music that i don't think gets focused on very much when it's like yeah. pastiched in a way if that makes sense i agree and i love the sound of accordion and and some of those darker uh minor key harmonic turns but yeah when it modulates into that uh second section in this sort mm-hmm. of like chromatic voice leading with the bass line oh dude that just so killed good. me that was great all right let's move on to the next piece of music on our playlist Uh, This one is a little bit more intense, so strap in, guys. This is Unfounded Revenge. Such a good piece. You guys are listening to Unfounded Revenge. And this is kind of crazy because I've known the score for a long time and some of these tunes to me are classics. I have a hard time remembering which of these we've played on the podcast before and which we haven't. Um, I know we did have that Mother episode where we played a handful for Mother 3 and then I think there were some other random topics when we would play Mother 3 music. So it's hard for me to remember, um, but this is an absolute classic to me. Um, <laughs> I just love... Uh, how quirky the instrumentation is, you know, doing things that are so unrealistic to to what those instruments are. Um, And for me, kind of, it's kind of this over-the-top, almost comedic approach. It's so good. Those steel drum rolls and those, like, glisses up, you know, (laughs) I I don't think you can really do that on a steel drum. Um, But it's such a good theme, though. I love the kind of counterpoint in a way and the imitation of lines mm-hmm. passing ideas around like a hocket that's really it's just delightful and there is a comedy to it because it it's not intense in that it's dark but it's intense in that it's super high energy and it's very almost melodramatic in a way um, it's like old-fashioned silent movie heroism, and mm. I think that, that there's that intentional humor to it, and that's my favorite kind of comedy in music. It's not that the you know the music's being like goofy or bam 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 bam, you know, but it's it's more that it's taking itself so seriously to the point that it is a little bit sarcastic, you know. Yeah. It's just going for something 110. percent I think that's why music like you know Tenacious D or Flight of the Concords is funny 
and I know we use them a lot, but I think those are some of my favorite examples of like musical comedy and it doesn't come from the music being bad or the music being silly, but it comes from almost like just the, a celebration of musical excess about Mm -hmm. like going too far and just completely committing to this ridiculous idea and it's like a celebration of what music already does you know this sounds reminiscent well, of other what, things um, that's what Shoko Sakai did in this whole score you can tell he's a fan of the series and the previous music and so he really is going all out uh, in every direction to compose beautiful melodies but also just to do something fun and, and different and, and shocking and unique uh, it's just so good let's move on to one of my absolute favorites in the whole score um, I just think this is really beautiful and there's kind of this melancholy rainy sadness to this that I really love let's take a listen to monkeys delivery service listening to monkey's delivery service i love eventually you have to wait for it but i love when the bass comes in that kind of classic rock picked bass gba sound uh this is such a good melody uh, to me there's a sense of sadness and melancholy to it uh, it's very pleasing almost like a french quality that this melody has it, it kind of reminds me of the professor layton series totally I feel like that emotion is something that that series explores all the time but then it uh, also yeah, has me, that like latent bluesiness, that kind of jazzy. Mm-hmm. Yada, yeah, yada, da, that makes me think of it's Latin music too. and stuff. Yeah, Oof, I yeah, love I love that. the combination of when when you have a piece of music that is a little bit tragic, um, but it's also playful. So it's not this sense of being stuck or trapped in this kind of sad world. It's like. Yeah, there's a sense of sadness, but you're still dancing, you're still moving around, and it, it feels good. Right. You know, the other thing that I love about the score is I can tell what all the instruments are supposed to be. Yeah. Like that kind of sawtoothy synth, I, I feel like it's supposed to be an oboe, and you can tell what the accordion is. And yeah, especially with this some of the stuff sounds <laughs> version like clarinet, of the soundtrack, you know? it's very clear. I love it. Yeah, that was a possible choice for track of the week for me. Um I think we our actual choice for track of the week is coming near the end of the episode. But let's keep going. This one is great. We're going to do another mix for you guys. So eventually we're going to fade up uh, the Mother 3i version of this. I really like this a lot. Let's take a listen to... There is a question mark, so I'm going to get this right. Happy Town <laughs> from Mother 3. 
this is Happy Town, composed by Shogo Sakai. Not Happy since Town? Uh, Tchaikovsky have I heard a descending major scale sound so harmonically delicious. You know, you have that da-da-da-da, and he uses that moment to make it that sort of sharp nine cross-relation dissonance. Ooh, I love it. This one's spicy. The drum groove is great. You got that kind of yeah. swung feel. Um, yeah, the drums really impressed me with this one because it's a very natural <laughs> part, uh, and it really sort of hits the spot. Also, the key relationships of all these songs, like a lot of them are in the same key or in related keys, which is something yeah. that you have to think about when you're composing a soundtrack because you kind of need people's experience to be unbroken, but in a game, you don't always know, you know how you're transitioning between tracks. One of my, I keep saying it, but definitely one of my favorite pieces in the game. Yeah, the drum groove was natural, but surprising when it came in. I wasn't expecting it at first, and it was a very totally. good, pleasing choice. It was a good surprise. Let's fade up and take a listen to a little bit of the three eye version of Happy Town here. very faithful this is basically the exact same arrangement just hearing shogo sakai's original uh <laughs> instruments and sounds that he probably wanted so that's cool to hear a hundred percent it's the exact same thing it, it's great so much of the character was was captured in uh in the original so that's awesome yeah yeah the drums are so so good on this on this track and you know this one reminds me a little bit of that two sunshine forest in in the sense that there's this mix of emotion that's happening with this i know a lot of the score has this mix of emotion where you know i guess pieces like mom's hometown or the love theme things like that are maybe kind of straight up happy there's not a lot of other emotions mixed in but this one there is a quite a few and sometimes it feels like they're at odds with each other but it's really interesting to listen to that is awesome let's move on to a piece of music called Even Drier Guys. Here we go. You guys are listening to Even Drier Guys from Mother 3, composed by Shogo Sakai. And warning here, I have not played this game, so <laughs> I can only uh, speculate that this, I, I think it's some sort of battle or boss theme, because the dry guys or the drier guys are some sort of enemy that you encounter in the game because there's a lot of different dry guys music. Um, this was I, the second or the third, and this was my favorite. I want to say that there's some similar melodies that comes back. So there's basically a lot of these similar types of of pieces that come back, you know, three, four, five times in the score. Um, And this is one of those. And and yeah, I don't really know if these are bad guys or or what, what they are, but... Um, yeah, this is this is just a classic piece of VGM. Again, this this doesn't remind me of GBA music. It reminds me more of maybe like 
SNES or 64 music. It's so good. Yeah, I love that kind of like demented, very old Broadway kind of three, four. Yeah, so good. That just, ah, it's really delightful and kind of playful when you get a chance to do something like that in a video game because you kind of ratchet the intensity up. And it definitely reminds me of like old Broadway or kind of like vaudeville elements which is just so delightful yeah that's another thing i have to say is that so much of the music whether it's these and again i don't know if this is a boss theme but if it is these boss or battle themes they're so much more interesting than your typical boss or battle music a lot of them you know have just as much sense of melody and craft and composition and and maybe homage to specific you know uh outside genres and so yeah, it's just, oh my gosh, there's so many different types of music that Sakai explores in the score, and he does them all so well. Uh, he, he's a real like student of music and music history. I mean, he knows yeah. how to capture so many different styles. You know, not just quirky styles that his predecessors in this series have laid down, but, you know, right. outside uh, musical styles as well. Yeah, he's he's so good. Let's move on to really the main theme of this game. This is the Mother 3 love theme. And like I said, we have heard this melody at the top of the episode with Mom's Hometown. This is more of a stripped down version. And I guess I would say that this is probably trying to be like a solo Fender Rhodes um, sound. I think there's some strings that come in eventually as well. Very pretty. Love this theme. Let's take a listen to Mother 3 Love Theme. classic piece of video game music an all-time classic really i'm Uh, not crying you're crying this (laughs) this was the easy choice for track of the week we actually had a little bit more of a kind of i guess deeper cut or more surprising choice i guess a track that maybe not as many people might know of and so we wanted to kind of celebrate that where everybody knows this. this is really the main theme of the game it's it's so good You know, Shogo Sakai composed a really knockout melody, and he arranged it in a very sparse and beautiful way here. I love when those strings, they kind of fade in some beautiful harmonies that happen underneath this theme. And it's so different than the mom's hometown presentation. Uh, There was a time when I didn't maybe even realize that those two had the same melody. That's how different they are. But yeah, this is 
Oh my god, such a good main theme to this game. Yeah, I, I'm i just speechless. I, I was telling Carl, this is like Yoshi's Island beautiful. Uh, this is like Koji Kondo level just gorgeousness. Uh, we got a really kind of, um, pardon my French, but we got a really douchey email this week from some guy <laughs> that's like, hey, I'm uh, listening to episode 22 of your podcast and enjoying it, <laughs> but uh, do you guys ever stop, you know, basically verbally filleting Koji Kondo? And I I take such umbrage with that accusation. It was very passive aggressive, too. It, it's like what... <laughs> I don't know, it'd be like going to a basketball podcast and being like, hey, I really like the podcast, but, but do you guys ever stop talking about Michael Jordan? It's like, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? What, what's wrong with it? It's not like we only play Koji Kondo music. Anyways, uh, this is an incredibly gorgeous theme. I love the arrangement. I love the melody. It's so it's quite dear Kondo and childlike and sentimental. I have a feeling that's why you brought that up. Progression is delightful. Yeah, that, it, it definitely, it's like... It's Yoshi's Island beautiful. It reminds me of like the story time kind of lullaby in the beginning or the um, the credits theme from Yoshi's Island. It's just gorgeous. It hits this beautiful sort of melodic and harmonic apex uh, in that B section that just really tugs at your heartstrings. And I love uh, the the literal kind of string writing, um, the those little beautiful lines. Beautiful. Great. Let's take a listen to the next piece we're going to move on to. This is Quite the River. Here we go. You guys are listening to Quite the River, which is a really beautiful romantic waltz. You know, these two pieces back-to-back are a nice one-two punch. Uh, You know, Shogo Sakai, one of the elements of the score, and that I'm glad that we're able to explore quite a bit of this side of the score. These very beautiful melodies that feel like they're pulled out of time, out of history. Like, some of these feel just so classic and timeless, and that's definitely the case with Quite the River. Quite the melody. (laughs) Yeah, I love all of the tempo and sort of temporal shifting right around the kids really sort of plays with that waltz feel not just it being in three four but that kind of that uh swishiness with the tempo that it kind of starts and stops at those cadence points and it's kind of expanding and contracting and that sort of feeling it in a balletic like big beat of one it's just really great absolutely let's move on to one of the i guess legacy pieces of music that mother three has this is snowman which is a classic uh mother tune um i'm not sure if this was composed by either suzuki or tanaka but in any case this is shogo sakai bringing this back and it sounds great here uh couldn't resist playing this uh Uh, In some ways, maybe I should have saved room for just the Sakai originals, but it's such a great piece that I just could not resist. Let's take a listen to Snowman. Snowman. 
too good to not include. I mean, anytime this theme comes up, it's like, hey, is there an excuse to play Snowman? Okay, I'm playing it. <laughs> we did it on our <laughs> Smash episode. Uh, this is very faithful to the Earthbound version of Snowman. Um, still sounds great, and you could tell how excited Shogo Sakai was to include this in his score. I mean, imagine working on this uh, score and then being able to include this knockout piece, one of the best pieces of video game music. It's just so beautiful and mysterious and wondrous. And when I close my eyes and listen to this, every single time, whether it's a remix from, from something like Smash or whether it's the original, I'm just transported to another world. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I love that. It's a track that utilizes the Lydian mode in a really interesting and wistful way because it's not about kind of this major two chord, but it's about this kind of really delightful, sparkly, melodic, you know, um, and I, I, I can never extricate it from the sound of the Super Nintendo version with that beautiful kind of delayed brass reverberant sound. Yeah, this is one of the greatest melodies in the series, and I love the whole progression of it. It's 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 beautiful. It's hauntingly mysterious. Uh, it really conjures up a lot of emotions. It's one of the classic video game themes, certainly, and I think it's one that I really hope will kind of be preserved and set on the shelf amongst all the other classics, you know, for generations to come. We can only hope, yes. Let's move back to original Shogo Sakai music, and this is one I know we've played on the podcast before. I want to say it might have been in, in like, one of those old Fire and Lava episodes, maybe. Uh, Really, really good. Let's take a listen to Volcano Inferno. You guys are listening to Volcano Inferno, composed by Shogo Sakai from Mother 3 for the GBA. Um, yeah, it was a really good choice to go with organ for, for this theme to evoke, you know, the heat and the danger of a volcano. Um, also, you have kind of those tom, those big tom-tom drums that are really good to evoke that as well. Yeah, there's still a sense of humor that this piece of music has. You can tell that it's threatening and there's, there's danger, but... Uh, it's also kind of funny as well. I just love that mix. Definitely, yeah. That organ sound is great, and the kind of soloistic approach definitely makes me think of what you were talking about earlier, Carl. Of um, the the humor kind of coming from some of these faithful and authentic solos. You know, it's really interesting looking at video game music because um, it definitely seems to be that certain types of games are more apt for having like 
performed solos in them. Uh, yeah. We were doing that spotlight on Sam and Max a few weeks ago, and that was another example. Again, probably for a similar sort of comic effect. But um, it, it seems to work best for adventure type games, open exploration, kind of there's not a time sensitive action oriented element to it that you are wandering around talking mm-hmm. to people, making decisions, solving puzzles like uh, and especially if there's like a comedic or satirical element to the whole thing. But yeah. I, I don't know why that is why you kind of can't do that in earnest. I think it's just because it's something that's so overtly musical that it in a sense distracts from the experience so it has to be funny because if you think about it, in film music uh it not every film could handle kind of like a jazz score with like a soloistic improvised i don't know hard bop organ playing you know i mean that definitely not the only examples i i think of that are are like movies from decades ago like midnight run danny elfman did this really kind of cheesy well overall i mean it's it's a 60s kind of sound i feel like a lot of this score and especially a lot of the stuff he's sending up is older music 60s kind of music we even heard that surf rock send up and this is maybe kind of something from from that era as well just so good well guys very excited to move on to this week's track of the week a little bit of a surprising choice. We just couldn't resist this. This is a melody that we've heard in Mr. Batty Twist, but this is a really interesting arrangement. This uses only the legacy channels, so only the Game Boy sounds here. And what was so cool is you get used to this GBA sound, and then you get to near the very end of the soundtrack, which is where this exists, and hearing just the legacy channels, there's something really nostalgic and uh, just really captivating about it. I almost had this image in my head. I don't think this was true, but I, it was kind of my imagination was running wild. And I was wondering if he just kind of ran out of space on the cartridge and he had to have this only using the legacy channels. But in any case, it's such a great theme. Uh, and I love this version of it. Let's take a listen to Porky's Porky's. <laughs> listening to Porky's Porky's from Mother 3 this week's track of the week composed by Shogo Sakai you know what let's let's make two track of the weeks let's do the Mother 3 love theme and Porky's Porky's uh, because yeah we just that Mother 3 love theme is just an absolute classic this one was a little bit more of a silly choice but it's such a great melody it feels very classic kind of even reminds me it's a me, great implementation you know yeah it kind of reminds me of like the Tetris theme like it's that kind of iconic of a melody and just hearing it on the Game Boy is something very special about it. 
It is interesting, because you'd think that the better technology version would be more preferred. I mean, we've even been playing versions from a, a more, you know, comprehensively arranged album. But there's something yeah. about this melody on the Game Boy that has a charm. And it isn't just the timbres. Yeah. I also think it's that psychological, impressive factor of the limitation, which is something that I think attracts me and why I love doing chip tunes and everything. It isn't just like a nostalgia thing of like, oh, I'm attached to these sounds because mm-hmm. it's not the sounds that I'm interested in. It's the it's the creative limitation. It's like creating something moving and human and like real and alive through this like robotic, computerized, digitized music. It's something that's really fascinating. Yeah, it's like the sounds are a part of it, but it's more like the connotation and the emotion and the effect that those sounds have. Right. Like hearing really good, well-composed music with those sounds there's something more impressive and more charming about that. Yeah, well, it's like a machine. It's it's like looking at a little clock or a little mechanism of like. It, it, there's like this. You're building a, a small contraption, and then yep. you set it and watch it go, and then you can say like, well, surely this little machine, this simple machine that does one task, isn't as impressive as an iPhone. It's like yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. But the impressive thing is that you know one person was able to create all of this and make it alive. You didn't need a a cellist and a piano player and a clarinet player and stuff to bring it to life. It's like this little machine was able to do it. And even modern music where people build stuff in the computer, it's like there's still uh, so much if they're using instrument samples maybe or maybe they're recording some element or they have vocals or drum samples or it's built on some sort of foundation where I think what's fun about a lot of chip music is yes I guess you have the person who designed the chip but it's a relatively low information in so it's like you're sort of constructing this machine that creates this great sound well let's move on to a delightful piece of music this is called true welcome what i love about this is he's trying to kind of go for like a big band jazz sound like a really schmaltzy big band jazz sound again doing it on the gbas haven't really heard anyone else try that let's take a listen to true welcome Short and sweet. You guys are listening to True Welcome. There's a piece of music called Just Welcome in the score, and then there's True Welcome. There's even another one. It's like even, I don't know what it's like, even more True Welcome, or I think it's maybe like a variation of this True Welcome theme. This is this is really charming. Again, it's so rare. You don't, so much of this music, like the, the style and like what he's going for, you just don't get it on the GBA with it, with anything else. And so what a treat. Yeah, man, that part writing is great. Um, the sound of kind yeah, the of like sax a sax harmonies. soli uh, with these really close cluster chords moving in parallel. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's on the nose. Yeah, so good. All right, this one is a lot of fun. Uh, this kind of snarky attitude reminds me of other tracks we've heard, such as that El Mariachi or even that Batty Twist. Um, a lot of fun. This is <laughs> No Eating Crackers in the Cinema. 
You guys listening to No Eating Crackers in the Cinema, composed by Shogo Sakai. Um, this, if I had to pick one style to kind of sum up Mother 3, this is the sound. It's kind of that loungy, Latin, snarky, there's a little bit of a sense of humor to it, but it's beautiful melodies. This one has a nice kind of stripped down arrangement. There's no drums other than there's just like a little bit of like a bongo sample. <laughs> I love the slap bass. Again, it, it's an eclectic, quirky choice, I think, to add some humor to it. Uh, yeah, this this is great. A lot of this stuff does remind me of Sam and Max, like that kind yeah, of. Yeah, absolutely. Da, 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 da. Yeah, this is like the Savage Jungle Inn. Yeah, I dude, I had that exact same feeling. I wanted to give a couple of honorable mentions uh, here. Because, like I said, the score is so long, and there's so many tracks that I really did love, and so I just want to list out a couple of my other favorites that we didn't have time for today. I love that remixed, unused theme of love is great. Uh, Long Shadow is a great theme. The Morosaki Forest is awesome. I want to say that is something to do with the Two Sunshine Forest melody. I can't remember. It's also um, a great track called uh, New Pork Bossa that I like. Um, natural killer cyborg is another cool one, kind of a rocker. So definitely a lot of room to go back to the score on future episodes. Let's move on closing out the episode here other than our play out. Um, and we're going to do with a play out. We've done this before in other episodes where we're going to, um, play a little bit of it, talk about it, and then kind of keep it running and fade it back up because it's so long. But before we do that, let's play time passage. guys so i'm showing a little bit of my ignorance towards the music of the series i want to say this might be another legacy source tune or another previous mother three melody it sounds like it it's that good (laughs) (laughs) to be but it's also possible this is just a shogo sakai that's using a descending really good um in any case it's it's near the end of the score we're closing out the episode closing out the game and the score it's a great piece of music regardless. You know what's interesting? I was thinking about this because you have the ba da 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 you know, that kind of descending bass progression, which we've talked about is like a staple of ending themes or credits music. There's something very final and emotional about it. But one of my favorite moments in that progression tends to be when you land on the flat six, which would be maybe the third of the minor four progression or maybe the flat five of the um, half diminished two or whatever. But what's also mm. is that flat six, if we're thinking in the key of C, that A flat 
is also yeah. enharmonically uh, G sharp, which is the third of like an E major, which is actually what happens in this track, where yeah. when you land on that flat six, it's not part of a minor chord. It's actually part of a major like secondary dominant kind of chord, which is a really interesting approach. Mm. And it gives it this like classical pomp and circumstancy feel to it rather than that kind of like, I'm going to cry because it's the last day of, you know, summer vacation <laughs> kind of a thing. I totally agree. What a knockout piece of music, either by Sakai, Suzuki, or Tanaka. Let's move on to the last track of the day. This is, I want to say, the ending uh, credits theme. This is Curtain Call from Mother 3. Let's take a listen. So beautiful you guys are listening to basically a nice medley of mother three music this is curtain call just a taste this is this track is about eight minutes long and so we're going to close things up and then fade it back up for a little bit more of it to to send you guys on your way what an awesome time this was such a blast will was this a good birthday episode for you <laughs> it really was i i love all this music it's exactly the kind of thing that i would want to listen to on my birthday or on any day so, well, what yeah. else would you like to do on your birthday uh, tonight, for example? <laughs> well, I'm really excited. Again, we're recording this out of time, but uh, tonight we're having a listening party for my new album, Superstar Squadron, which is sort of a Famicom FDS chiptune album. Uh, and our good friend Carlos has helped me with all the artwork, which is amazing. And sort of we've developed the concept together. It's another mm-hmm. one of these kind of like uh, imaginary video game concept albums like uh, you and I and Marty have done, like we did with Hero of Legend and Marty did with Robo Girl and all, all that kind of stuff that's really fun. Um, imagining kind of a, a made up game and, and creating something for that. But. Yeah, that album is available. It's Pay What You Want on Bandcamp, so that means you can get it for free. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited to share it with everybody. It's 17 tracks, um, and there's a, a bonus track if you download it on Bandcamp. So yeah, and fun fact, um, I listened to the whole album, and it's actually really good. Wow, cool. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> just, just a nice change of pace. Oh, oh sorry. A really I, I good think, album this time. Yeah, uh, I, I think you accidentally listened to the Yoshi's Island soundtrack. <laughs> 
I thought it sounded familiar, oh, but wait, I didn't no, no, want no, to no, say anything. That was Sonic about Mega it. Collection. My bad. <laughs> of course, it was Sonic Mega Collection. All right, guys, let's send you on your way with a little bit more of Curtain Call. This was so much fun. Thanks so much for listening. We got some fun episodes coming up. A fun time of year coming up. We have to th- start thinking of a spooky Halloween topic and start thinking of Nintendo Month stuff. So excited for that. I think that's about it. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. Have a great week, everybody. Peace out.